Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake. Coming at you live, not from Austin, Texas, but from south of Atlanta in Georgia. If you can't tell from my red-ass face, we've been at the racetrack all weekend. I'm dead tired, forcing myself to do this, here with the new co-host, Dakota. What's up? Oh, man, it feels good. I'm a little tired as hell myself. I'm a little sunburned. We underestimated the power of the sun this weekend. The wind was blowing. The races were amazing, and we had a good-ass time, dude. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, Like I said, I am dead tired. I got a flight tomorrow morning. Uh, We were planning on doing this show since I was going to be in Atlanta. I was not planning on being this exhausted because we did a doubleheader on Saturday and then obviously the cup race today and yeah we just wanted to talk about the race the weekend the experience that I had here um Dakota showed me a good time as best he could he's not a very good host I'm trying the least I can yeah so Dakota if you haven't watched the last episode he is the new official co-host so he we are co-owning this thing now it's a 50-50 partnership um Except he didn't like pay me anything, so it's I'm bringing kind of a in a little thing. southern hospitality to the chair gating podcast. Except he's not hospitable; he's kind of a dick. So yeah, here we are, and I guess first and foremost, I want to talk to you about this. Um, everybody seems to hate the Cup race in Atlanta, and I guess I understand watching it on the television. It might have been kind of a boring race. Uh, but obviously I'm going to be biased because I was just at the race and I thought it was an incredible race, but I think that's just because 
I've been drinking all day, and it's been a hell of a time. What did you think of the race? Well, like we were talking about when we are at home, is uh, being at the race, smelling, hearing, feeling the cars. It was, an, it was a typical ass Atlanta race. It was good. We had a pass for the lead with seven to go. It went green most of the race. There was, like, one incident beside the stages. And the racing, it's a racer's racetrack. Like, you have to appreciate racing to be there. But I'm sure on TV they maybe didn't have a lot to talk about. But being there, I never once was like, oh, I'm bored. I was enjoying the races the whole way through. I enjoyed everything I saw today. But then I get on Twitter at night, and I've only seen a couple things. And I see, like, oh, Atlanta was boring. Oh, Atlanta this and that. And it's like, dude, I guess you just had to be there because Atlanta was fucking awesome. I think it's you had to be there, Mom. Yeah. I think it was you. Because I understand. I'm sure if I was at home, I'd probably be bitching too. But it was that you had to be there moment. And speaking of Twitter, I don't know about you, but when they were doing the driver announcements and they said Bubba Wallace, I got so deaf quiet because I was like, I need to hear if somebody boos. I, apparently I people have been booing. I didn't hear a single boo. Didn't I heard single some boo. cheers for Bubba. I heard a shit ton of cheers. Shout out Bubba Wallace. Uh, you know, everybody was happy. I seen all kinds of every different shape and size of people at the race, and everybody was having a good time. I met a bunch of my Twitter friends today yeah. at the race. I I mean, everybody at the race was having a great time. So you know, thankful think, no one was being negative. I think the only person that was negative today was me at those old people. I did witness uh, Rattlesnake and his fine self almost fight an old man at the concessions. <laughs> and an old lady. An old lady. I, uh, he almost gave him the one-two combo. Yeah. I was like, dude, chill out, man. It's okay. These old people cut him in cut line. They cut in line. They cut him in line. I don't care how old you are. You cut in line. I'm he pushing almost your grabbed her by over. the back of the head. I was like, dude. They cut in line when I was buying my merch. Obviously, look how dope this hat is. Um, and I walked up and I was like, you know, there's a whole line right here with everybody else waiting in it except y'all apparently. And they were like, oh, well, he called us over here. Anyway, I think I was the only person that was going to fight that day. And it was two like 80 year old people. <laughs> but I think overall it was a good time. I also want to talk about, we're talking about how you met up with Twitter people. We have to talk about the Noah thing, right? Look, I don't want to be an <laughs> asshole. He probably will never even see this, but uh, shout out Noah Cornelius. Uh, check out his content. Check out his podcast. I'm glad I got to meet up. As with everyone them. knows, Dakota is a huge racist. No, well, and I only have him on the show just to have like because I'm so not racist that I need somebody like him to counter my just the fact that I'm so not racist. So I was canceled like a couple weeks ago by Noah Cornelius and his gangbangers, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I'm glad he no, got to go. To, I'm, I'm glad he got to go to his first NASCAR race, and I'm glad I got to see him firsthand and talk to him. By the and, way, if y'all hear stuff in the background, it's because his entire family's in the house. We're trying to, do this and it's team. running around. Children, wife, only one wife though, so that's good. Only one only wife. One wife yeah. But uh, shout out Nora Cornelius. I was trying to, you know, just talk to him and you know just make some facts straight, and we had a good time and caught up and made amends, and you know. It was good to see him and, you know, dab it up, let him know how I felt, let him know how he felt. And uh, I guess we're cool now. I'm still blocked, but uh, we're waiting for him. Man. Shout, shout out Noah Cornelius, dude. It was good to see you. It was good to see you. We're, we are both excited that you went to a race. That's what we were talking about. Glad you got we're to come, like, dude. And in to fact, Atlanta. yeah, next time you want to come to a race, if we're there, hit us up and we'll go to the race with you. Yeah.
We're, we're very friendly, nice people. Speaking of one of Dakota's wives, we're joined right now by his wife. Do you want to come say hi? Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. She's never going to be in the show again. We, well, that was the one and only. We apologize for that. Uh, uh, first off. <laughs> uh, but overall, throughout the entire weekend, what would you say the best race was? Truck Xfinity Cup. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna shoot the shit here. By far, the Xfinity race put on the best show yet again. Cup race was typical. Truck race was the Cowboy show, but the Xfinity had all the drama. We had the best car had to fight from a penalty back and forth. It's comment, we got a drink. Oh, comment, drink. Yep. Best car had to fight from the back. Then we have you know the second best car trying to pull away. Then all of a sudden, holy shit, at the end, we got a fight, a little scrap action, Noah Gregson, Daniel Hemrick. I mean, all around, the Xfinity race gave you everything you want to see in a race, and it put on a great show. And by the way, got another comment real quick. Shout out he, Nathan. He was at the race with us the entire weekend. We didn't hear nothing in terms yeah, of Yeah, so that was what I was going to talk about. So he's been with us like the whole weekend at the race. Shout Nathan, out Nathan, what Gaynor. up? He's my boy now. Uh, I think I'm actually cooler with him now than Dakota. So, Nathan, if you ever want to be on the show and take his spot, totally understand. But, yeah, it must have been on your side. We actually didn't hear any boost, like, at all. I, I told everybody to shut the fuck up because I was like, I need to hear if there's any boost. I didn't hear any boost. Yeah. And, like you said, not as much as Kyle Busch. So, that's another thing I was going to mention. In terms of, like, the boo to cheer ratio, you know, usually people like Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch have a lot of cheers and a lot of boos. Bubba was one that had a lot of cheers, and I didn't hear any boos. I'm sure there was a couple boos, but it was it was one that I was paying attention to, as well as Kyle Larson. Um, neither of them, I didn't hear any boos. I heard for. Kyle Larson got a ton of cheers. He said the You can't say that on here. <laughs> uh, Kyle, Technically, she's allowed to say that. Kyle Larson. We're not allowed to say that. Like, you can say it. We can't. Like, Kyle Larson is just making a huge comeback. He's coming back hard. He's already got the win. I literally, we were talking, like, dude, Kyle's got this thing locked up. And Ryan Blaney came on hard at the end. But uh, Kyle's making a whole new name for himself, and it's awesome seeing him run up front. I'm definitely going to see him getting multiple wins this year and a final fourth threat. Kyle Bush, or Kyle Larson is the guy that, what would you say, like five, six years ago, everybody thought was going to be contending for a championship. Yeah. And it never panned out. Car. Right, and it never panned out because he was so talented coming into the series that we just all kind of expected it, kind of like Chase Elliott, but before Chase Elliott. And I feel like now that we're seeing him in the level of equipment that he kind of should have been in, mm-hmm. it seems like this year he actually will be a championship contending driver. He seems like the best driver this entire series. Dude, immediately, what, it was like the first, before the first competition caution, I was like, dude, look at Larson, look at Larson, right. look at Larson. He would ran Hamlin down in no time, or Kevin was running second, ran Kevin down, blew his doors off, mm-hmm. was running down Hamlin, and I was like, dude, holy shit, Larson is flying. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat. Going into it, we were like naming drivers we thought would be good. We, yeah. Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, uh, and Brad Kozlowski, I think is what we were talking yeah. about. And yeah, within a couple laps, we were like, Ooh, never mind. I think it's Larson. Like, this is a Larson race. There was definitely a couple surprises in the top ten today where I was like, dude, holy, look at the top ten. And guys where I was also like, dude, where the hell is that guy? Brad Kozlowski, Joey Logano were totally non-existent today. I have no idea where they if they forgot we were at Atlanta. Kevin Harvick had a left rear tire going down coming to the beginning of the first stage, so he played catch-up all day. Larson saying he can't stand on Logano over the mic. I saw that. We'll get to that in just a second. Right. But uh, 
swore, oh, I had my doubts about him making Final Four. Very doubtful, but now. Right. Yeah, there. Well, he's, he's making, he's he's making Larson gossip in just a second. Uh, you know, Suarez was up in the top ten. We had uh, Chris Buescher up in the top ten. Ricky Stenhouse was like 12. Uh, Austin Dillon was up like P6. Kyle Busch, yeah. as Kyle Busch has been kind of off lately, right. up there battling like P2 for a while. Yeah, Kyle Busch looked solid today. Dude, there was a lot of guys where I was like, dude, he's having a crazy I was watching man. Austin Dillon, I think it was like 20 laps to go, and he was Austin Dillon was P5. And he was sitting P5 like for a while. Yeah, and I I turned to you because I I was watching Kyle Busch's car, like with twenty laps to go, and I was like Kyle Busch is gonna pass him. He's gonna burn past him. I just hope that nobody else passes Austin because Kyle Busch had a fast car. He looked good. Um, yeah, just took him a little. He bit. was a solid top five car all yeah. day. Yeah. Um, Kyle Larson is literally like he's talked in his interviews. Uh, you know maybe he was kind of half ass fast in the forty two. But now he actually has a solid, good car and solid equipment in the five car. Right. And he is, like, having unreal equipment like he's never had before. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy to see how freaking fast he is. He dominated the whole race, never let up. I really didn't see him losing it until right there at the end when, you know, Blaney came up there. But Kyle Larson has established himself as a top dominant Hendricks driver and a top dog for the top spot in the Cup Series. I can't believe that he lost it. I was actually surprised yeah. when Blaney started coming up. I was like, wait, what just happened? And it, when we were talking about this, it almost seemed like Larson kind of let him go past him, didn't put up a fight. Well, if you see, like uh, <laughs> we saw in the comments a minute ago, Larson, I saw on Twitter Larson said, I freaking hate Logano. And Logano kind of raced Larson hard there for the lucky dog or going a lap down. Mm-hmm. And it held Larson up, and Ryan Blaney ran down like that. Came up, Ryan Blaney makes the pass kind of effortlessly. Effortlessly. But, uh, it, I mean, I would say Logano kind of held Larson up there, which let Blaney catch him really fast. And uh, But to me, that we haven't seen – we've seen that before. We've seen lap cars play, you know, hand-in-hand with leaders changing and stuff. And – it is what it is, man. What comes around and goes around, and we'll see that again. But uh, all in all, Blaney got the dub today, dude. Yeah, and I, I think I got to rewatch it just to see what exactly happened with Pagano because, like I said, we were watching it live. So, obviously, we don't get the angles you get on television. But um, I'd have to rewatch it to see exactly what happened. It's just surprising because Logano's not the type of guy that seems to be a good teammate that's going to put blocks in for his teammate to land. I'm like, that's not really Logano's style. If anything, Logano's the guy that's going to block his own teammate and wreck him out. Oh, sorry. We got a special co-host coming in. Luna Rutledge trying to give us – Luna, you trying to get some (laughs) – trying to get some candies? Hey, hey. Say Hi. Hey, hey. This is the new podcast. Got this is our uh, producer, production manager. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. If you hear background noise, it's our production manager setting up the set. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I mean, people hate Logano or love Logano. It is what it is. I like Logano. I love aggressive, you know, racing. Love the aggressive blocks. But, uh, you know, oh, we got another comment. People are overlooking the fact that 11 has one finish out of the top five. Oh, my gosh. The hat and not about right. it. We'll get that in just a second. Logano was what I think he finished P15. He was kind of non existent the whole race, but he's either been in the top three or he's been nowhere in the picture. So I really don't know what to think of Logano this so far this year, speed wise. But if he's got contention to win, he's going to be there, right? Because that's Logano, 
I mean, that's what he does. He's going to get a win. He's, he, uh, he's going to, you know, he'll be in the playoffs competing. But, um, I mean, I, we have a stampede. We have a stampede outside, guys. Sorry. I'm married and I got kids. I'm sorry. This is what I deal with. Colton, yeah. if you're watching, I, I regret my decision. Shout out, Colton, boy, when you missed you today. Um, so, what I another thing I want to talk about, and we're just going to be jumping back and forth, honestly, because I am just exhausted and my frame of mind is gone. But we have to talk about the fight. Let's jump. We have to talk about. Let's the fight. jump right back into Saturday. We finished the Xfinity race. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Think of what you want. Daniel Hamrick blows through his pit stall. Into Noah Gregson, totally fucking up his Gregson. pit stop, Gregson. And <laughs> Daniel Hemrick backs up. Gregson realigns and backs right into Hemrick. It looks pretty intentional. Apparently, it, throws the bird out the window. Throws a bird out the I've, window. I've rewatched the clip. I'm I, I'm not totally sure. It seems like something comes out the window though, so I kind of understand where that's coming from. But obviously, that's what went down. And that was, what, stage two? Yeah, it was right in the middle of stage two. Yeah, it wasn't it. And, I mean, like, it looks bad from the Fox angle, but then when you look on top of the JRM pit crew, it looks like Noah's just, like, trying to get realigned in pit road. But then at the end of the race, Hemrick snakes around. You know, Noah's doing his interview. He grabs him by the collar, and they proceed to throw fisticuffs. And my whole thing is, if you're going to come up and grab a guy, go ahead and throw the first punch. Don't grab him and, you know, shake him up a little bit. Go ahead and knock his fucking lights out. I, you know, Noah goes with a big haymaker and a miss, and Hammer gets a little jab in there, and then it's just a big mess from there. These guys aren't boxers. They're young kids, race car drivers. It is what it is. But I, I fucking love it. I think my I favorite it. NASCAR fan of all time, like type of fan, is the people on Facebook and Twitter that critique NASCAR fights. Yeah. All they're, of a the, sudden, they're the funniest people. Dude, he should have thrown an arm bar. He should have done, you know, he should have done this. It's like, dude, these are <laughs> these are NASCAR drivers. I'm surprised they're fighting at all. However, I appreciate the passion. I appreciate the, you know, the aggressiveness and sticking up for your team, this and that. Uh throwing blows. It is what it is. It's what the sport needs. I love it. I, I, I'm ex- why everybody's tuning in Xfinity these days. We're seeing crazy awesomeness. You know, Noah Gregson is making a name for himself. It may be good. Gregson. It may be good. It may be bad. But uh, people are tuning in. I think one comment. Oh, hey. One comment um, was, or a tweet from Johnny Thomas, who was, he's in our crew now. What should we call it? Like the core boys? We're coming up with the name. Don't worry. I told y'all last episode we come up with a name for like the five guys um five guys five guys burgers and fries that's right five guys burgers and fries so um one tweet from johnny was talking about how he likes the attitude and the fights and stuff uh that noah's bringing but he doesn't like the douchebag mentality 
And what I'd like to point out to Johnny specifically is who's the douchebag in the situation? Because Daniel Hemrick came up, you know, and tried fighting Noah way after the race on something that happened in the middle of stage two. And Daniel was the one that made the mistake. He overshot his pit, which, by the way, is something that he has done many times. He ha- he he is the 2019 Rookie of the Year in the Cup Series, and the guy doesn't know how to get into his pit box. Like, I like Hemrick. I like Gregson. I like Hemrick. I have Hemrick merch. And it, like Noah said, is, well, if I had his career stats, I'd feel that way, too. That was the... Savage, sickest burn savage I've ever but uh you know it's like dude I get Hemrick's probably defending his crew there they were in danger or whatever you want to call it it was sticking up for what he believed in but it's like dude you had like you shouldn't have been behind Noah to begin with you've got the fast car get that damn 18 car in victory lane and shut all the haters up you know Hemrick's got the skill but for some reason it's like he's got a black cloud following him uh, this year, Noah Gregson's got a total freaking thunderstorm fall on his ass. He can't help but fight, you know, find destruction in every race. Came back for P4. I mean, that was a great run, but damn, he finds a wreck or something every freaking race. I love I love Noah, but damn. How old is Daniel Hemrick? What would He's our age. He's our age. No, Daniel no, Hemrick's like 28. Like, yeah, he's like 20, almost 30. Okay, uh, correct no. us if we're wrong in the comments, but that motherfucker's like almost He's 30. like almost 30, and Noah's yeah. what, like? Noah's 22. 12. So, Noah's yeah, 12. So. Uh, if you're going to come at a little kid like that, like, you got to whoop his ass. So, that's bad optics for Daniel Hamrick. You're going to come up to him on really a mistake that you made that you're still upset about, even though, like, you didn't do shit all race, and you're going to come up and try to pick a fight with this kid. You're going to have to beat his ass. You know, it's bad optics. It's like... Uh, if you wrestle in high school and then you have to wrestle a girl, there's really only two outcomes. One, you beat the shit out of the girl and you look like an asshole. Two, you're the guy that got beat by a girl. So at that point, yes, no, Gregson is the girl in my scenario. I got this just in. We have a hot take from Kelly Clinchash live reporting. Kelly, what do you have here? Okay, so first of all, wait, I'm just, am I in the frame? Hello. Noah is a jerk, okay? Let's just go ahead and put that up. Thank you. Noah's a jerk, okay? We went to Oyster Pub. Okay, okay, <laughs> That's okay. Enough. That's enough. Kelly Contest, right. live reporting. So. He's a jerk. So. <laughs> moms think Noah's a jerk. Cool hip guys think he's cool. So, you know, no. make a decision on your own. I think I, I respect the fact that the kid is willing to throw hands. If you if you rewatch that, Daniel grabs him, kind of shoves him, and the instant reaction Noah has is puts his fist up. I'm like, that's the type of attitude I like to have. I I look, these guys aren't champion prize boxers, but I every, the two times now in the last year we've seen Noah Gregson throw haymakers. He's swinging for the fence. Noah Noah Gregson's just freaking cock loaded. Yeah, whether he's hitting or not, he's swinging. He's not a boxer. Like I love it because all these drivers we see go up and push each other or poke each other in chest. No guy said I ain't got time for that and just start swinging. I respect it. As a person who's been in plenty of fights and gotten his ass kicked plenty, I can tell you I probably look dumber than him in a lot of the fights I've been in. So for all the people that are in the comments, 
talking about how he should fight and, you know, do certain fights. Like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Let's be real. And also, he's not a professional fighter. That's not what he's getting paid for. He doesn't care about how he fights. The fact that he's willing to fight is all I care about. And this, this is another good comment. Tony Stewart Jr., I respect it. I like that. That's Tony Stewart wasn't afraid to, you know, I'm going I'm to kick his ass and all this and that. It's great content. It's great publicity. It makes for great uh, ads for Xfinity Racing. I, I love it. It's what we need. The sport, you know, I'm not saying we need to fight every week, but damn, no. it's some good pizzazz no. and PR for the sport in the series. No, I'm not saying fight. You know, I'm not saying people should just go out there and start like boxing, but yeah. I do just appreciate the fact that when drivers have issues, he's not scared to handle it. If somebody wants to come up to him, and by the way, every single time he's gotten into a fight, at least with Harrison Burton and now with Daniel Hemrick. If you've noticed, every single time it starts with that other driver coming up and pushing him or grabbing him by the collar, and then he starts swinging. So, you know, you can hate Noah all you want, and you can say, well, he caused it, so it was a reaction. But at the end of the day, these other drivers were the ones that were coming up and picking fights with him, really. Every single time it was a reaction. Literally, Harrison Burton comes up, pokes him on chest, Noah swings for the fences. Doesn't just poke him, he shoves him. Yeah. And Noah says, don't put your hands on me. Right. He shoves him again. Let's see it. Whether he's connected or not, motherfucker's throwing fists. Uh, Daniel Hamer comes up, blindsides him in an interview, and Noah reacts and starts throwing haymakers. Right. I love it, dude. I like, besides Noah's fan base, and, the, you know, it's a little nuts, but uh, I love Noah, and I love seeing the reaction from him. It makes me like him more and more the more I see it. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm some, like, Noah Gregson fan. Like, I'm not rocking a Xfinity 9 gear. You know, but at the end of the day, I I'm entertained by him, and I like to watch him now because I know some shit's gonna go down when he's on the track, and that alone is enough. I don't need to be some diehard fan. The fact that I'm always looking out for him, the fact that we're talking about him, we he's exactly. we we have been talking about him on this podcast more than we. About, sorry, <laughs> more than we've been talking about the winner of the Cup Series, Kyle Larson. I mean, that's insane. Right. Noah didn't even win the race. He didn't even win an, an Xfinity race. He just, but this is what we're talking about. This is what the whole show has become. Mm-hmm. Dude, exactly. People are talking about him. All the Twitter's blowing up. You're Team Hemrick or Team Gregson. And it's like, I mean, if you're not getting talked about, you're nothing. It's 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 PR. It's news. Whether Noah finished. You keep P- talking. I gotta go. Oh, Noah finished P four. And there we are. We're sitting here blabbering and wouldn't shut up about him. I mean, he came back from wrecking, spinning, and winning. The kid's got talent. The kid's got heart. And all he does is, you know, nut up or shut up. I know he's had some terrible luck this year. But, you know, it's a fan. I've, I've got my own stories with Noah Gregson. Maybe we'll get into them on the show down the road. <laughs> that Felicia tried to drop. That Felicia tried yeah, to drop. But, I'm glad uh, we cut her those up. Those are undisclosed <laughs> evidence. Uh, we'll get down those. We'll maybe, you know, Dakota's corner. We'll get down there. And, um, I mean, Noah's Noah, dude. Yeah. Uh, and also, I want to mention, I think this is the first race I've ever been to, that it was a doubleheader on Saturday. So it was Trucks and Xfinity. We didn't even talk about truck race. I mean, is no, this is, this is my about? translation. Okay. Yeah, or translation. Translation. You can understand what I'm saying. Translation patient. Yeah. So this was my transition into it. 
see how smooth that was gonna be. Yeah, dude. But you ruined it. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I love the fact that it was a doubleheader. As a guy that had to fly in from Austin on Friday, you know, I probably would have missed. I mean, I definitely would have. On but, a casual, normal weekend? Exactly. Just for the truck race on, on a Friday because I had to fly in. Mm-hmm. And that would have sucked because I want the whole experience. But instead, we get a full day race on a Saturday. You know, just a full day of us being at the track, having a good time. I think, I mean, every race at this point, I think, should be a doubleheader. I thought it was the best experience I've ever had. And that's what I was tweeting. You know, I feel like people were like, what's he talking about? Atlanta's so great. It was just the whole experience. The weekend was great. A Saturday was wonderful because, you know, it's not the Cup Series, but you're getting trucks and Xfinity in the same day, and you're tailgating and hanging out as a full day of racing, and then, you know, you have the best day ever, and then you're like, wait, tomorrow is Sunday. Tomorrow's the Cup Series. It kind of throws you off. Like, um, I mean, I've been casually, well, I didn't get in Atlanta race last year, but the doubleheader really, like, you you know, I'm so excited to be the racetrack. A truck race, fuck yeah, let's go. Oh, shit, truck race is over. We got to... We got another Xfinity race coming yeah, up, dude. That was awesome. And it Xfinity was like that. Yeah, they got the show on the road, and the Xfinity race started like 45 minutes after. It was almost, it almost felt like a break in stages. It yeah. was so quick. Yeah. I mean, we went to the bathroom, and you came back, and they were starting that. It's so pleasing and nice to like just, okay, yeah, let's watch it. You, you get a bang for your buck. It's a whole day's worth of racing. And um, then, oh, wait, we got a race on this update. It. It, I mean, we can't camp like you'd like to for a you know COVID event, but hey, show up Saturday morning. You got a whole day of racing. Oh, Saturday night, reengage for the Cup race. I wanted to ask Matt, how did you feel for your first time at Atlanta Motor Speedway? Terrible. I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun, honestly, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier. Is I think I understand people, and I was watching the race thinking this. I was thinking, people at home probably aren't enjoying this. People on Twitter are going to say that this is boring because there wasn't enough lead changes. It, there was really no cautions. There was only one incident with Kurt Busch. Um, other than that, the whole the, it was wide open the whole time. And I was like, I know people at home are probably bored. But the whole time I was in the stands, I was like, it's been a year since I've been to a race because I didn't go to a single race last year. And I was like, I'm in heaven right now. Like, I know everyone at home is probably upset. I'm in heaven. This is exactly where I want to be. And not only that, but I did like the track. I liked the atmosphere around the track. Uh, you know, it's an NASCAR race, so it's just good people regardless. Mm-hmm. But I really think the doubleheader on Saturday kind of tipped it over the edge for me just in terms of experience uh, alone that it it's up there now. It's almost like the cup race is like a cherry on top because, like, you had right. so much racing action on Saturday. It was great. It was, was, we had a crazy good Xfinity race. And then the cup race was just like, oh, man, you know, good race. Uh, I'm sure people, would, like we said earlier in the show, were hating on the cup race. But just seeing the car, it's a racer's racetrack. Seeing cars slide. I'm sure Fox isn't catching all the action that you're seeing live. Seeing cars slide in three and four, coming all loose off the four. Uh, I mean, you get all that. You smell it. You hear the cars. Atlanta's uh, just when a, I smelled the engine sorry, yeah. when they ran by the first time. Atlanta's um, a racer's racetrack. Like I was telling you, it's like it's like Charlotte and Dar- Darlington had a baby. It's Atlanta, dude. I know they're gonna repave it and redo it soon, probably. But uh, for what it is right now, I may have been born on TV, but damn, it's fun to be there and just see fucking racing. And maybe Nathan will comment in here because he was the one talking to me all about this 
you know, possible reconfiguration of Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, possible changes with like casinos. Pretty much, if anybody's been to Kansas, the way Nathan was describing it, it's going to sound like what Kansas is like with the casinos and the hotels, the water park, and all that, just like Kansas. And he was telling me, I don't know if you've heard anything else about this, he was telling me that it's going to go back to just an oval, uh, possibly. There's a lot of hot gossip around Atlanta Motor Speedway and the fact that it's getting two dates this year, and I'm already seeing rumors that it's getting two dates next year, just snowballs into the fact that we're probably getting a rebuild and we're probably get I pray to God it's not Texas Motor Speedway. <laughs> but we're getting we're gonna get almost like a Kansas esque casino theme park mall shop in. Big bang Atlanta Motor Speedway is getting it all. And the only thing I can cross my fingers with is if we're gonna get the rebuild retract, it's all rumored that we get a freaking champ race. If we get a champ race how freaking sick would that will be. I mean I can see it they're rotating it. So if yeah. they if they put all the money into it. I yeah. think that's very well. You got all the nostalgia factor too. Is like you know, all through the '90s, Atlanta was the championship race or right. finale, and uh, even on the old point system, is like how there's a huge marketing area where you could be like, you know, championship races going back to Atlanta, baby, or some crap like that. And if they rebuild it, it I've, I've from what the projections showed, they were going to get rid of the dog leg. It was almost going to be homestead esque. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Oh, just a short oval, straight, straight, straightaways, and oval is what the projection showed. I'm. This is no facts, but that's what I saw. I mean, if I'm, if I'm reconfiguring a track right now, <coughs> Homestead's definitely what I'm yeah. looking at. Homestead's what we're looking at. We're all looking at Homestead. Yeah, because it's produced such good racing. But, I mean, it makes sense because if you remember, what was that, two years ago probably when NASCAR was talking about potentially moving to different tracks, they said that they were really interested in, like, big cities Yep. And so that that's Atlanta. And Oh, we just got the Super Bowl like what, a year or two ago? Yeah, so it's a big city, but it's also in the heart of their demographic. Yes. Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, that whole yeah. demographic. The whole Southeast original roots right, know, that NASCAR loves. And so it really makes sense to invest as much as they can into Atlanta. Obviously Charlotte is like their main focus, of course, but Charlotte's fine. I could see them really being interested in building up Atlanta, especially if people, you know, online and on TV are talking about how terrible the product on the track is, and they're already talking about putting it twice on the schedule. I mean, if people hate the race, that's not a good idea. So they need to do something. Uh, you know, and it was the thing is like they were literally uh, they were like, "Hey, 2015, we're gonna repave the track." Brett Keselowski won, and he said, "Don't repave it. This track's awesome." All the drivers were like, hey, we love the rough surface. And they were like, 
hey, we might have something here. Leaves the rough surface. But, you know, you can only let this go so far. The sooner you repave, the sooner that track can start aging. Right. Which is great for the tire fall off and great for racing. So, I mean, I'm all for the rebuild. I'm all for let's redo it. The sooner we do it, the better. The sooner we get to, you know, a track aging is for more future better races. And more future better. Uh, yeah, yeah, quote. I like that's going to be a t-shirt. And I agree, like, fuck it. Don't even re- repave, right? And I understand that they've been pushing it off. But if they've been pushing it off because they're just going to rebuild the whole track, that's a great excuse to push it off if they're just gonna eventually like within two years just repave it and don't do anything it was like well then what was the fucking point why did yeah. we you know yeah i can see them like you know we're gonna prolong it because we got this whole big mm-hmm. scheme plan going on which as being living in the local area is bittersweet because it's like oh dude i'm so excited for atlanta getting all this but i'm also very bummed because i live here and all that shit's gonna suck um traffic wise and more people wise um, but going to the race, like I, sh- I wouldn't shut the hell up today about how excited I was with the good, great weather all weekend. There was good weather, people at the track, everybody's happy, everybody's having fun. Right. Besides you fighting an old man and woman at the concession stand, everybody today was having a great yeah. ass time. Everybody ran to just, you know, they're lucky they having a now. good time. They're lucky I mean, they got you away. You almost put them one foot in the grave. They're lucky they got away without getting an But, uh, I mean, it was just an all-around good time. I, I laughed for three days straight at the racetrack having a great time. Yeah, and also, by the way, something I want to mention, uh, the, the racetrack is not in Atlanta. I have no idea why the word Atlanta is even in I told them that when I picked them up from the airport. It's, I said, it's, it's quite a ways from Atlanta. It's not even... It's not even, like, just outside the city where you're like, okay, like, Coda, sorry, America, which is, you know, in Austin, in Austin, it's it's kind of outside the city, but it's on the edge of the city. There's no other, like, town out there. It's the country where it is. And so, it's fair to call it Austin, because there's nothing else you would even say. No, this is, like, an whole other town, like, what, 45, 40 minutes south of Atlanta? Just call it an hour, because you're going to send some traffic right. somewhere. I mean, uh, We're straight an uh, hour south uh, of Atlanta. An hour south. It, yeah, it's just like a totally different place. It's just that's the nearest airport, I guess. They're like, what's I don't know, what's the nearest airport? We'll just name it after that because it shouldn't be named Atlanta. It should just be named like Georgia. It always Speedway. cracks me up because like if I watch replays of the race or something, they're over like Hampton, Georgia, which the racetrack is in Hampton. They're like, there's a cool little Atlanta town Motor Speedway in Hampton, Georgia, which it's, is a cool little town. All these towns down here are really cool. Uh, for whatever reason, the only restaurant they ever have is Waffle House. There's no other restaurants. Have you ever heard of McDonald's? Nope, not in Georgia. All they have is Waffle House. We've been grabbing those Waffle House. It's the only restaurant in the whole state, which is fine. It's just there are other restaurants. I'm saying we roll that in. What was what was your taste of uh, South of Atlanta, Georgia living? I like. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going home. If my watch is wife, if my wife is watching this, I apologize. I'm not gonna make the flight. I'm not going home. Uh, that new job I just started, sorry, they're going to probably let me go. Apparently, Texas is expensive as shit. And, Austin uh, is too expensive. He makes me feel like a broke bitch out here. He's, he makes me feel like an idiot for how much I pay for everything else. Yeah, man. He's telling me how cheap golf is and property. I mean, I don't want to leave this place. Hopefully, next time we can go golfing. Next time we can out here, we can go Yeah, golfing. I've enjoyed it here uh, as I've made it very clear. Don't want to leave. But we are planning some other races that we're going to try to go to. Definitely. Uh, Talladega, maybe Darlington. Maybe I'll get you to Austin. I'm trying to 
I'm, we're working out some stuff in, in the works. Content is on the way. It just seems a little unfair that I've traveled all the way out here and you won't and do the same. I'm but. not, as we all know from the prior weekend, I'm not a bitch, and I will do what I can to get out. I'm still not sold. <laughs> so we're gonna do what we can. Uh, <laughs> I might have to drag Nathan with me. He'll be pissed if I don't do it. Yeah, I don't think Nathan's watching anymore because he would be commenting because we're directly <laughs> talking about him. But I would love for Nathan to come as well. Nathan, we got a guest bedroom. Dakota can sleep outside. Also, besides, apparently it's cold in Austin. It snows. It, it did once, and hopefully never again. So, overall, the weekend was incredible. I had a great time. I understand people probably didn't enjoy it that much um, on TV. I think I think people probably enjoyed the Xfinity race, though, I imagine, right? Yeah, like, literally, we had nothing to say about the truck race. The Kyle Busch show, if Nothing he's in the 51, yeah. that motherfucker's winning. Unless he spins out on his own. Um, he stunk up the truck race he wants. And then the Xfinity race was freaking awesome. Doubleheader doesn't disappoint. We had, you know, a typical cup race. A race started and finished as it should. We had, like, one actual caution besides stages. Uh, that's typical Atlanta. You know, every now and then we get a caution, but the race typically goes green. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay, you know. When I was younger, I used to be like, man, it's boring, blah, blah. But the older I get, the more I mature, the more I appreciate racing on, on the track as it happens, as it unfolds before me. I just appreciate racing on the racetrack. So I really wish I could. Apparently, Nathan's still watching. You know, Nathan's um, in school. He's got to pack his lunch and stuff. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know if his mom would allow him to like, I don't, leave. you know, I don't, I don't doubt him for that. He's got his own career he's working on. But, um. I'll hate to send you pictures if I, you know, I'm pretty much 90% there. Even if the race sucks and it's terrible on the show, just because Nathan watches, we'll talk about how it was the best race of all yeah. time. Now, I've never stuff. been to Texas, so it might be cool to get You've out. never been in the state of Texas? Never been in the state of Texas. No, wow, it's like half of America. I've been to Oklahoma. You've just avoided, ew. I've been to Oklahoma. But not Texas. And I'm sorry. I'm Why sorry. would you go to Oklahoma? Hey, man. All right. We've drank like 187 beers since we got here since Friday, so sorry for the um, poor grammar. Yeah, and everybody here gets drunk way too easily, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, you ready to go to bed? He's like, dude, I'm not even drunk. I'm like, dude, like, I, we've done killed a 230 racks. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not even, yeah. Somebody might need to make some phone calls. <laughs> yeah. You, if your wife's watching, he uh, needs help. No, she needs help, too. We're both so on the same. He yeah. needs help. Yeah. Um, My wife definitely needs help. <laughs> <laughs> She's never gonna watch this. <laughs> so I was trying to pull up the standings. Do you think they're updated? Yes. If you go to NASCAR, I bet they're. Updated. I bet they're not. How much you want to bet? Everyone watching. A beer. A beer. Oh, actually, we have a whole cooler for we'll beer. Two dollars. You got two dollars. I bet Wolf House. The next loser buys next Waffle House. Waffle House, I'm going to be gone before the Well, weekend. I will come to Houston. If I fucking lose, I'll buy Waffle House. Austin. Austin, whatever. Texas. It's all the fucking same state. Okay. Um, I bet they're updated. Oh, it is. Ryan Blaney, it says one win. Oh, they're up to so you. What did you say? The points were updated? All right, well, I guess I, I, I guess I owe you Waffle um, and by the way, I'm leaving tomorrow morning where you're at work. So well, you'll wake up and, enjoy and the we'll go to Waffle House. I got to leave at 6. All right. 
Here's the sins. Want to go through them? Yeah, go through them. All right, so number one, we got Denny Hamlin. Big Daddy D, Denny Hamlin. Don't, don't sweat. Not surprising. You know, as Nathan commented, he's just on a roll. Uh, seems unstoppable. Number two, Kyle Larson. Again, not surprising. That guy is Dude, he's been – I mean, I don't, I'm not spitballing here, but, like, he's led almost every race. Right. Guess I, maybe not the road course. But he's been up front in every freaking race. At this point, I feel like and it's still early in the season. So it's definitely – it's early in the season, but he's leading Hendricks. It's fans. really early in the season. So I'm not – I'm just saying at this point in the season, honestly, he's the driver to be to be the champion because he looks like the champion this year. Yeah. The way he's running. Week in and week out, I'm like, he's either going to be winning this race or competing for the win. We haven't mentioned it yet in the episode. We've had six races now and six different winners. Yeah, wow. Six races, six winners. Because it was almost the first one today with Kyle. Yeah, Kyle yeah. was almost going to repeat. But, like, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to get double-digit wins. But, yeah, like, or under multiple wins. But, I mean, the farther we go, dude, like, the closer that gap for the top 16 closes. Each new winner is a, is a tighter gap for the top 16. What happens if there's more than 16 winners? Then it goes to points. Then we're actually going to race for like 17 wins. 17 drivers won, and now we're racing for points. Who that win. would be incredible. Yeah, it would be That insane. would be incredible. Be that, if that happens, and the marketing team for NASCAR was right, that this might just be the best, best season yet, then I think that they control the future, or they saw the future. Maybe. Well, they might be right on some things. They're not right on everything. If if if, if they're right on everything, Bob Wallace will be changing. If that's true, he might be at this point. If we have so many winners that they the winners have to compete for points, that's incredible. That would be incredible. That that would be the best like I've ever seen, honestly. So number three is Joey Logano. Joey's been running well. He is either Joey's either second or fifteenth. Like he's not in between. He's either. Almost win of the race, or he's non-existent. Um, number four, Martin Truex Jr. Martin, dude, I really expected big things from him day after that Xfinity practice. Right, but uh, I mean, he almost won the Xfinity race, and he was kind of just floating in between fifth and tenth all day. It seemed uh, they never really got up and charged to the front. They kind of just rotated in between fifth and tenth. I don't really know where. He, I think he finished P nine today. And, uh, I mean, just a good solid top 10, quiet solid top 10 for him. I agree. I actually expected a lot going into this morning when we were talking about drivers. Um, the first thing I said was Martin Truex Jr. Because he had such a good day in the Xfinity. Yeah. Um, I was like, that guy's warmed up. He's got a whole practice race under his belt for this weekend. And he ran really well. What, he yeah. finished second, right? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, because yeah, it looked like he was going to win. Ended up finishing second. Um yeah, kind of surprising that he didn't do more. Uh, I guess the practice is technically in different equipment, so maybe it doesn't mean as much as I thought it did. Well, we got to remember these guys aren't getting qualified. They're not getting practice. So when they fire off this first run, it's the crew chief just throwing his best knowledge at the car and hoping it sticks. I mean, you're really throwing it at the wall, hoping it sticks, and either the driver's going to love it or the driver's going to freaking hate it. You were, I was listening to Kevin Scanner. You were listening with me. Kevin. Kevin was like, yo, what the hell? This thing sucks. Front tires are chattering. Right away. Bullshit. And it's like, you got to imagine they won the last Atlanta race here. So Roddy's probably rolling off his last setup 
And Kevin's like, yo, this sucks. No, I think verbatim, stage one, Yeah. he said, this is the biggest piece of crap I've ever driven in Atlanta. Yeah. I think that's what he said, like verbatim. And Rodney Childers is not an idiot. Rodney was so, just like, sorry, that sucks, man. You know, he, like, didn't, <laughs> you know he didn't put a bullshit sit, like, set right. up in there. He was like, hey, off of all the knowledge I have, this is probably going to be our best setup. And Kevin's complaining. And you want to talk about knowledge. He has the most knowledge. Like that's yeah. you would expect. Uh, a guy with nine wins, a crew chief with nine wins last year, probably have a little bit of knowledge. But Kevin hated the setup. I mean, for what he had to come back tenth is okay. But well, who we got fourth this point? Well, that was fourth. Number oh, five fourth. is Brad Keselowski. Brad, dude, super disappointing today. I I really expected more big things because he's always yeah. a sleeper in Atlanta. He's got right, exactly. three win, two or three wins. I thought he'd he finish like sixteenth or twentieth yeah. or some shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know it's weird for me to say because what I'm about to say does sound weird after today, but Penske has just been kind of hit or miss this year. Yeah, um, and I know it's weird because Penske just won. I but dude, I totally just realized Blaney got Penske's first one of the year. Weird. Yeah, like, like you've seen Joey lead almost every race. Brad was, you know, battling at Vegas or whatever, and then like, holy shit, Blaney got Penske's yeah. first win of the year. Uh, that's not a good time for Penske. Just being honest, I mean, Blaney's talented or whatever, but you have Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano. You got two championship drivers, and you're having Ryan Blaney be your the leader of the team right now. Maddie D looked really good today. I don't even know where the fuck he ended up. But Matty D was up to third at one point. I yeah, know he started in that's true. Yeah. He was up he was up in the top five battling. I don't know where he ended up. Somewhere maybe in top ten, top fifteen. But Matty D was throwing bows up there in the this top five. This entire year there's been drivers that I have never seen really compete before competing. Yeah. And races. And I think that's what's really exciting about this year. Um, number six, Kevin Harvick, he's trash. Uh, I don't know if he'll get a win this season. I think he should just give up. You shouldn't. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Anyways, um, before, you know, Rattlesnake continues any on on this dumbass soliloquy, uh, you know, I don't expect Kevin to rock off nine wins again. That was, you know, some fucking nutness. But I expect Kevin to get some dubs. I uh, Maybe one to two to five, whatever it may be. But I expect Kevin to, you know, get a bigger lane. People are like, oh, Kevin's done. He's washed up. We're on race six, and people are writing Kevin Harvick. What kind off. of bet are you willing to make? I bet you $100 Kevin wins this year. All right, so 
You want about hundred dollars at Kevin wins. If he doesn't win, yeah. If you say he doesn't win, I say he doesn't win. But I there has hundred dollars to get to win. But there has to be odds. This can't be a straight up bet. What are the odds? What do you mean? Because the odds of him winning are much higher than him not going to win. You said he won't win. Right. So I'm willing to take that bet, even though the odds are against me. You don't do much sports gambling, do you? Yeah, but I'm saying like you're saying he won't win. Yeah, I'm willing to take the bet that he won't win, assuming that we we can get some odds working here. So what do we mean? So if he gets a win, I'll pay you fifty bucks. Okay. If, if he doesn't win at all, you pay me a hundred. How does that work in my favor? Okay, I, I'll you get fifty bucks. If I'll he do wins. it. I'll do it anyway. He has an entire season. Okay. That's it. That's on the show. It's Go on the show. Let's I'll go. Do it. I'll do it. Dude, I am so anti-Kevin now. We're both really good at wasting money. Is yeah. what I've learned it this oh, weekend. My God. One thing I learned about this weekend is we're both really oh, good at blowing God. fucking money. We blew money this weekend. <laughs> Every time we went out. I was telling like, Kelly Kutchas, I was like, why the fuck did we just blow all that? Why did we spend that money? Why did I spend why my entire stimulus check? I know. Damn it, buying nothing but bucks. My entire stimulus check's gone. Dude. Um, I apologize if my wife is watching. Oh, we're, shit. We're barely going to afford those new tires when I get home. Yeah, hey, Jeep's coming uh, a lot, baby. <laughs> All right, who, do, who else do we have after that? We have Ryan Blaney. There you go. Got the win. Ryan Blaney's in the playoffs. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. So. Well, maybe not automatically. No, well, you know, you have a good point there. That would be. I don't, like, as we keep talking, I don't see there being 16 winners. No, 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 no. But, I don't either. I'm just saying. That would be incredible. Yes, but as we know it as of now, Blaney's in the playoffs. Blaney's Automatically, the playoffs. there's no, will he or will he not make it, blah, blah. Can he get through the first round? That's what we need to know. Can he get through the first round of or, playoffs? Or will he pull a Ryan Blaney and not do shit? Yeah. I mean, like the last couple of years, he's made the playoffs, and then uh, he's irrelevant in the first couple of races. So. He was all, he was compared to Chase Elliott a lot early on. You know, they're both like these young up-and-comers, yeah. and Chase Elliott is a championship driver now, taking off. And Ryan Blaney is still kind of looking at one. On that side note, being in Georgia, in Chase Elliott's home state, how did it feel uh, being a non-Chase Elliott fan? Um, not a lot of Austin Dillon fans. But I think you're the only one at the race. I'm used to that. I'm, I'm used to it. it. As an Austin Dillon fan, something that's kind of weird is... You always see the number three merch and stuff because even look at this huge flag behind me. This flag is not for Austin Dillon, right? As you can imagine. So when I go to races, I see a lot of three, but people just assume I'm just wearing Dale Earnhardt gear. When in actuality, I'm an Austin Dillon fan and I'm wearing Austin Dillon gear. So it's weird. You will see three stuff, but I can almost always tell. If someone's an Austin Dillon fan, or they're just wearing Dale Earnhardt and stuff. It's usually, if it's new, that's usually the best. I think I saw more Dale Earnhardt swag than I did Austin Dillon. Oh, that's not even a question. You'll always see more Dale Earnhardt. I had a video that I'm trying to see if I can find. It was essentially, I'll, I'll just post it. It was the haulers or the merch trailers for every single driver. Because finally we have the merchandise and everything back. And so it was all of them, you know, all the teams. They you have RCR and Stuart Haas and all that. And I have a video of every single trailer of these merchandise trailers. 
and how there's like one or two people in line. And then I pan over to just Chase Elliott's trailer and it is like a 30 minute wait. I mean, the line is like, like at an airport. I mean, it is <laughs> long and it is deep. It's not one single, it's like six lanes of, of line and people waiting forever. That's how crazy it was. It was literally like waiting at Walmart and, uh, you know, picking, I'm trying to pick the shortest line. You're still going to wait forever. And it doesn't matter how many empty registers or clones you're going to be in that long ass line at Walmart. If you're going to chase out of that line, uh, let me go ahead and just give you some advice. Order the shit online. Because if you're planning on getting some swag and track, you're going to be there before the race starts. Just do what I do. The swag I get on the track is the track swag. Like, I got a, I got two shirts and a koozie. And a hat. Um, I coached them in the back. Well, this was separate. But I got two shirts and a koozie specifically for Atlanta Motor Speedway. Because I'm at Atlanta. Uh, one of which, you know, had the date on it because that's where I am. If I usually when I want Austin Dillon stuff, I'll just order it online. Why do I need to wait in a line at the track? Um, this I got because with the scanner, it wouldn't work with my cowboy hat. Needed a different hat. I should have, but I'm so proud of this new hat. I loved his hat, but I hate the four. And I was like, I essentially want that hat with the three. So. Yeah, I, you know, impulse buy. Sometimes you gotta jump on things and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It goes good with the flag. Your hat with the flag, it goes good. You can't even see the top of the head with the flag. Oh, dude, blue right in. So, so anyway, the the hype is real with Chase Elliott. People love him. Um, who won the who who lost or who lost the fan battle when he did the the battle of the fan? What are you talking about? Chase Elliott versus Bubba Wallace's fan battle. Oh, oh, yeah. the worst, the worst fan fans base. Of the, the worst fan base. Who, um, who lost? Or won? It was Kyle Busch. Oh, what? Yeah, it was Kyle I Bush. would totally, well, Kyle's got some real shitty fans. Shout out, Bob. He's a diehard dog, you know, Kyle Busch fan. But I would totally put Chase Elliott and Bubba Wallace fans neck and neck. Their egos and their fucking nutness. I mean, oh, dude. You got a beer or what? Yeah, I'm out of beer. I got a little sip left. All right. Um, I think the the most hated fan base, what it came down to was the the old school, the veteran, and the young blood coming up into it. So Chase Elliott and his fan base is notoriously bad, but it's just kind of become that the past year or two. Yeah, oh, Before yeah. that, Chase Elliott fans were fine. You were like, it's kind of like Ryan Blaney fans, you know? They, they kind of like this new young kid that's talented, he's coming up. Um, or like a William Byron fan, you know, you're like, okay, you're a fan of, you know, this kid. Now it's just absurd. Um, and so he's kind of new for being a hated fan base, whereas Kyle Busch is an established hated fan I base. totally agree. I totally agree. Kyle Busch, his fans have been hated for years. They kept shit. I mean, what we saw, I saw that guy at the liquor store this morning. I said, he said, go Kevin. I said, heck yeah. He said, as long as Kyle Busch doesn't win. And it's like, if you're right. not a Kyle Busch fan, you're anti-Kyle Busch fan. Right. It's like, you know, I'm an in-betweener. It's whatever. I respect the dude. But either you love him or hate him. People fucking hate Kyle Busch if they're not his fan. Rusty, by the way. Rusty Waters, what up? That's what up? my boy. Yeah. Lift you guys this weekend. Boy, Rusty. Rusty, I love you, dog. We got to get together. Talladega, baby. Let me know. And cheers. Cheers, you, Rusty. Rusty. If you if you've never done anything with Rusty, I know you know. Who Me he and him used to mention all the time. Okay. I've been trying to get him to go to Talladega. 
he is the nicest Dude, person he's awesome. in NASCAR. In the NASCAR too. like digital media community, he's the nicest person. Yes. Like he, he's an OG. He's, he's an the OG. person that I strive to be in terms of joy and happiness. Yeah. Because I am a bitter asshole. And yes. I look at Rusty and I'm like, it's possible to be Dude, pleasant. I love Rusty. Hey, I love Rusty. I've been shouting out. This I've podcast been, is a I've Rusty all, fan base. I've always told Rusty, man, I said, when you're ready, come spring Dago, fly to Atlanta. I got you, my boy. Yeah. I, I told him, I was like, dude, you want to come go to Dago? I got you. Let's go. We love Rusty on this podcast. Hell so, yeah. Rusty, thanks for tuning in. That made my night. I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm happy that you're happy because I know you're happy, Rusty. You're always happy. My boy. So... That's pretty much going to wrap it up for this this just chaotic episode. we got some beers to polish off and some scary movies to watch. Yeah, so the last, essentially, two episodes have been chaotic. One was the co-host challenge, right? Let's shout out Jacob, dude. Jacob came through this fucking Yeah, weekend. we should. Dude, okay. That Jacob. was one other thing we, we, we forgot to mention. Jacob. Our, dude. We were hyping up Nathan in the show, and we love Nathan. Uh, we were hyping up Rusty, who because Rusty's the best human being yeah. alive. But Jacob, who I have said many times is the ultimate chair hater, and I yes. stand by that. Physically, by a fact. Physically and mentally. And emotionally. I don't know. Probably yeah. emotionally. Uh, he is the ultimate chair hater. Yes, so, um, oh, Nathan, had a great time with you, bud. Hey. Come out to Texas soon. Jacob, if you're watching, um, we love you. Thank you so much. Totally can do. It's great to meet you, Jacob. I'm so glad we got to meet up and all, you know, get together with Dex on Saturday and totally help my boy out with a ticket. That was what I wanted Dude, to mention. Jacob so came check through. this out, everybody. Um, Jacob, who, if you, you know, if you follow the show, he was uh, one of the finalists for the Coast Challenge. He is the badass dude that is in a wheelchair that he made the joke. The show is called Chairgating, and I'm in a wheelchair. I mean, the best line that's ever been on my show in the history of my show. Uh, like, I'm going to stick with that line forever. Uh, we met up with him, finally, in Atlanta, and he is just as funny and, like, witty as he is online. Um, he was just cracking jokes. Like, we're trying to keep up with him, and he's just running around with, you know, people on cruise and just all these NASCAR people, and we're like, oh, my God, we can't hang with this dude. And I don't, you just happened to mention something about your buddy needing to So we had, we had a good group. Oh, need them to open it up. Hey, Rusty, bring it on, bro. I'll bring you a mask. I'll bring you whatever. I'll bring you some hand sanitizer, whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, Coda, boy. Rusty, let me know. You dude, can stay in my guest room. We're already, you know, all of us are going to be bunk bedding in this guest room. Okay? Yeah, well. Um, you're gonna be on the couch. If Rusty's coming, I'll sleep outside. I'll sit outside with if the goddamn Rusty's dogs. If Rusty's coming, you get the couch. I'll sleep with the dogs. I yeah. don't care. Uh, Rusty gets the guest bedroom. You know, I had a buddy with us. You know, just for Saturday, I brought up one of my best buds along. He's, you know, he's a kind of NASCAR fan, but he, I said, hey man, come on, it's sold out, but we'll try to find you a ticket. Jacob threw down, got his buddy Dex to work things out, and they gave us a ticket for my buddy to get in. And Which, it, by the way, was a terrible idea. We showed up with his buddy. And we assume we can just, like, scalp a ticket because usually people are just like, hey, who needs a ticket? Who needs a ticket yeah. outside? But I guess because it's only, like, 30% capacity, it kind of makes sense. People aren't just, like, getting rid of their tickets anymore <laughs> because you got a ticket, you're going into the race. 
And so he's, his buddy's walking around by himself, just kind of looking for a ticket. Um, not successful at all. And he's off looking for it while he's over there talking to Jacob. And he's just like, yeah, my buddy's like not going to get into the race. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, you need a ticket? No big deal to, for this sold out race. Dude, I mean, Jacob came through, dude. I hate he didn't get to go there today, but like, mm-hmm. He was an OG man. He was so excited to see us. We were so excited to meet him, and it was just such a. It was like it's such a humbling moment. He was like so sweet. He was hey Kelly Clinchess, so sweet Jacob. I might need to watch my back. So sweet. Yeah. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I mean, Jacob, stop stealing. It was flight. awesome. Just you know, <laughs> us Twitter friends getting to meet in person. I met a bunch of my Twitter friends today at the race, and it was just so cool. Like as NASCAR as a whole. All of us getting to come together and like hang out and see each other at a race instead of just talking shit on our phones. I did not expect Atlanta to be the trick that I would like start meeting up with all these right? people. Right? Hey, Atlanta's a sleeper, dude. If you it's haven't been there, sleeper. you need to come out. Come out. Like, honestly, I mean, my favorite tracks have always been like Talladega and Darlington, but Atlanta's, I, Atlanta's up there with Kansas for me now. It's, Kansas, it's coming up. It's Atlanta's similar because Kansas is also a sleeper track that you should check out that nobody ever talks about. Atlanta's like that too, for whatever reason nobody cares to talk about it. But it's been growing. Like literally, the last couple of years, it's been getting better and better and better and better. I had a great time. The whole area is great. Um, he's not great. His wife's great, and his daughter's great. Um, I had a great time overall. A real piece of work. You know what I'm trying to say. A real piece of work. That's right. the best way to describe it. Should we wrap this thing up? Oh, absolutely. So, and we barbecue down the street. That's right. Can we give a shout out to the barbecue place? What? Southern Pit Barbecue. I was, you know, not, you know, hyping it up as much as Rachel was. But uh, Georgia Barbecue did not was good. disappoint. Yeah, the cornbread was good. Um, what's it called? Southern, Southern Pit what Barbecue. It's in Griffin, Georgia. In Griffin, Georgia. There you go. Free sponsor. Hey. Southern Pit Barbecue. You Let's see if we can get them on the Irish Ir- Ir- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for watching. Like I said, it was kind of a shit show uh, these past two episodes. Just We're kind of getting everything back into swing of things. So on Wednesday, we'll do our next episode. Okay. I'll be at home. He'll be here. We'll have it set up, like, official again, and we'll be doing it like normal. Um, it's an honor to be the new co-host. It was, it's been great. It's an honor to be the new co-host. Hey, yo. Yeah, you're actually not the new co-host. Your wife is. Uh, All right. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Shout out Rusty. Shout out Jacob. Shout out Nathan. And what a great race weekend in the books. Your first one back from COVID racing. We got a lot more planned. We have so much planned. It's only up from here, honestly. This year's about to be freaking nuts. Get ready. It's about to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Hey, shout out. Chair game, baby. Peace. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.